Welcome everyone to week two, second episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I'm your host, David. With me is... This is Camus. And... I'm Neil. We had an epic Texas-sized fight last weekend. It could not be decided in regular time. It could not be decided in overtime. It was decided in true manly fashion. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the fists flew, the violence happened, and Neil emerged victorious. With a coin flip. With an actual coin flip. That sounds better with Mortal Kombat. I mean, we were mortals combating with a coin. So, I didn't really strip away the mystique. Well played, Neil. Thank you. My compatriots have no sense of drama, but that's okay. So this week, after the epic 200-point battle that could not end in regular time or overtime, and a coin flip, Neil will be reading the questions this week on the topic of his choice. So Neil, take it away. What is our topic this week? The topic today is money. 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 So again, the format is we've got six categories with four questions each all of them relate somehow to money then there's a final question we'll talk about the details of that when it comes time all right first category is movies money movies money movies movies about money questions about movie money excellent there's all kinds of it's a whole mishmash of money and movies in each of these questions magnificent Question one, the 1985 movie tells the story of a man who has to spend $30 million in 30 days in order to inherit $300 million. What's the name of the movie? I'm locked in. I am also locked in. Kyle, what'd you got? I wrote down Brewster's Millions. Dave, I also wrote down Brewster's Millions. Correct answer is Brewster's Million with Richard Pryor, John Candy. The, uh... Fun fact, don't talk about this movie when your wife is an accountant. She completely ripped apart the premise and ruined it. Because the conceit of the movie is he had to spend money on things that were not tangible, correct? Right. Is that right? She correctly pointed out that that's all still taxable. And that's all still, you still track that. There's no way that would work. It's like, well... Thank you, dear. <laughs> That's what love is all about. It is. It is. It's part of it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because this movie has a very long history. Here's a trivia nugget for you. Scoop up a trivial nugget. It was written as a book originally in 1906. Hmm. It was then turned into a play and has since been in 12 different movies. 12? 12 movies. Holy mackerel. Including four Indian movies and one Brazilian. Question two. This one's a little bit, little bit complicated, but I, I'll try to explain it in a way that makes sense. I think we can handle it. I got faith in you, Neil. All right. In 2016, Sylvester Stallone joined an elite group of actors and actresses who have been nominated for Oscars for playing the same character in different films. Right? Okay. Who was that? Like Rocky, Rocky. right? Yeah. 39 years between his Oscar nominations for playing the same character. So, he broke the existing record of 24 years. Who had the existing record before Stallone was nominated in 2016? And this is for playing the same character, right? Yeah. 
24 and, years apart. And if you need a hint, keep in mind the theme of the game. Yeah, money. And I'm looking for the actor. Not the part? No. Okay. I, I'm watching. So am I. Okay. What do you got, Dale? I have Michael Douglas for Gordon Gecko. Okay. And I immediately regret my decision. Is, uh -oh. is that acceptable as an answer? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I put Paul Newman. The correct answer is Paul Newman for The Hustler and The Color of Money, 24 years apart. What? I didn't think that Michael Douglas had got nominated. No. He, I don't, he won for Gordon Gecko in 88, but he didn't get nominated for the sequel. No. Paul Newman got nominated for both of those? Mm-hmm. Well, curses. Didn't he win the second time for supporting? He did. He did. I remembered that. I didn't know he got nominated for The Hustler, which is a great movie. So just for fun, can you name the other, I think there's four other people that have been nominated for playing the same character? It's got to be Al Pacino. Oh, yeah, for, for Michael Corleone. For Michael Corleone. That's one. And oh, Robert De Niro. No. Not Robert De Niro. No. De Niro only played. He only played on the one, one of them is someone that I know. You, well, you're, I know you know all of these, but one of them is a current actress. Actress. There's one woman who's done it. I'm trying to think. Uh, I could help you with the character or the movie the if you want. Would be good. Queen Elizabeth. Kate Winslet. No. Close. Yeah, there we go. It's a Kate. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was Kate. Okay. There's one more. There's two more. There's two more. One of them was a king, a little bit older. I'm blanking. It's, it's not it's not Richard Burton. No. One of the movies is Beckett. What are the other two? Well, the movies were Beckett and The Lion in Winter. Uh, um. He's flailing. It's that guy. Uh, that was that thing. It's that guy. Um. It's. It's not Jack Lemmon, is it? Nope. Peter O'Toole? Yep. Played Henry II. Yeah. The third one, I'm not going to make you guess. I don't think you'll ever get it. Really? You sure? Can I get a hint? No, no. Go, okay, guess. You guess no, I, I need a hint first. Though, oh, um, <laughs> he's best known for singing. Uh, it's not Bing Crosby. Sinatra. Bing Crosby? <laughs> for what? <laughs> he played Father Chuck O'Malley in Going My Way and The Bells of St. Mary. And got nominated for both for for both of those movies. Wow! Like I think that was in the forties. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you guys are both perfect so far. If no, I... we're not. I missed that last question. Thank you <laughs> oh, very much right. for oh, rubbing salt right. in there. That's right. You went with uh, the wrong answer, didn't you? I did totally. Thank you. <laughs> See, Gentlemen. See what it feels like. <laughs> Kel's just laughing I'm at us. Yeah, that laugh is like caustic acid. <laughs> well, that's just question two out of twenty-four. So get used to it. Man. What was the top grossing film of the 2000s? I, from 2000 to 2009. I'm ready. I'm locked in as well. I'm not confident, but I'm locked in. Okay. Kel? I went with Avatar. All right. I went with Avatar as well. Okay. Also, the all-time worldwide gross is Avatar. Nice. I, I wasn't sure if it would have made the... I don't know when it came... Because it came out in 2009, right? Uh, I don't have the year here. Okay. So it came out late in, in the decade. That's what made me nervous. I was thinking Titanic still might have been the well, Titanic was 96. Yeah, second. So it still would have been the highest grossing yeah. movie throughout the decade. Or 
Or was the question to come out during the decade? The question was to come out during the decade. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, cool. I'm, I feel... You're overthinking right. it, Kelvin. Right. By the way, the worldwide gross for Avatar is $2.7 billion. For such a garbage movie. <laughs> the, the second place movie for the 90s was less than half of that, Return of the King, at $1.1 billion. And then Pirates of the Caribbean rounds out the billion-dollar movies from the, 90, or the from 2000s. From the aughts, the naughty oddies, or whatever you want to call them. Dark Knight didn't make it too big. It came out. Didn't come out. Too, it came out this decade. Dark Knight. Yeah. It came out only. No. Yes, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. All right. It's not worldwide. I can't believe that was ten years ago. Okay. All points together when you hit forty. Question four: What 2017 Oscar-nominated movie is about a high-profile kidnapping? and had extensive reshoots before release due to sexual conduct accusations against one of the actors. I know the movie. I know the actor that replaced the other actor. I know the other actor who was in it. I know all sorts. I know the actress who was in it. I don't know the effing name of it. <laughs> I can't even think of the movie. You know way better than me. Oh, my gosh. You said it was a kidnapping movie? Mm-hmm. About famous real-world kidnapping. If it helps, keep in mind the theme. Yes. I'm locked in with a righteous fit of anger. <laughs> I feel bad about this one, too. You're, you're not alone. I'm, I'm locked in with something. All right, Kel. It must we start with me? No. All right. Um, I just wrote down Manchester by the Sea. I wrote the cost of... <laughs> See, there's two G's and two H's in there. They replaced Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer and Mark Wahlberg played the antagonist and Michelle Williams was in it too and oh is this the movie where they they did the reshoots and he got paid like millions yeah and Michelle Williams got like 80 dollars a day yeah something got per diem she got a per diem for the reshoots and he got like close to a million the the, the movie's about uh Jay Paul Getty's kid getting kidnapped yeah and how he refused to pay any ransom. What's the title of the movie? He refused to pay all the money in the world. Oh. Okay. I have the scores for the first round if you'd like them. What, what, how, what are we looking at? Well, Kells is in the lead with uh, 30 points, and I am trailing with 20 points. So based based on our last game, I would have to say that seems like a runaway, <laughs> runaway game for... No? Is it too soon? You can't run away after one round. <laughs> give, give us some time. Maybe this will be your comeback category, Davo. We've got history coming up. Woo! I like that. Oh, boy. The earliest known coins were made in the kingdom of Lydia around 600 BCE, and they were made of electrum. Electrum is a natural alloy of what two metals? For two bonus points, what animal is stamped on the Lydian coins? I was a medievalist. This is a little before mine. This is pre-medieval. Pre. Mm. Electrum is an alloy of two metals. Yes. Um, locked in. I don't know if you could detect the confidence of what I said. <laughs> it was there. It's palpable in the room. I'm not very confident either, but I am locked in. What do you have, Davo? I have bronze and tin, and the animal that I have on there is a cow. Okay. Gals? Going with iron and copper, and the animal was a lion because I like alliteration. <laughs> Electrum is a natural alloy of gold and silver. Oh, man. And the 
coins are named, or they're, they're referred to as the Lydian Lions. Are you absolutely kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Alliteration for the win. Alliteration for the win. Oh my god. Extending his lead <laughs> by 20% in one question. I just hit two free throws. Or you did. There's plenty of time. Plenty of time. Question two. Which U.S. government agency was created in 1865 to fight counterfeiting? I am locked in. I am locked in as well. Kells? I put down the Secret Service. All right. Devo? I put down the wrong answer. <laughs> I put down the Treasury Department. Well, you're, you're sort of you're wrong in a generally right way. The Secret Service is a part of the Treasury Department. However... Can I get a... No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you built me up even more to knock me down farther. Well, I said you were wrong in sort of a right way. That's just condescension. <laughs> still still just wrong, that. really, when you get down yes. to it. We're breaking it down to brass tacks. It's an electrum. <laughs> Question three. Question three in history. What is the largest U.S. bill denomination that has been in public circulation? I'm locked in. I don't feel comfortable, but... I'm locked in as well. I don't feel great, but I have a, a notion. Okay. What's your notion? My notion is $1,000. Okay. I went with half of that with a five hundred dollar. The largest bill that has ever been in public circulation is a ten thousand dollar bill. Last printed in nineteen forty five. It's officially discontinued in sixty nine. Why would you print a ten thousand dollar bill? <laughs> well, here's a trivia nugget for you, Dave. Excellent. The largest US bill ever printed was the hundred thousand dollar bill. But it was never in public circulation. It was intended for intrabank or interbank exchanges. Mm -hmm. But, you know, before the wired type transfers. Yeah. But that was never in public circulation. They only printed, printed it for a couple of years and decided that was stupid, I guess. And <laughs> Sam and P. Chase. Started writing each other checks, I guess. <laughs> Sam and P. Chase. <laughs> okay. It's the pearl onion that bubbled up. I'm so ready for this last question. Okay. Is question this a forty-point bonus question. Question four. The, the category is that right, Neil? 40 question four. Bonus. A forty-point bonus question. How much money does Dave have in his pocket right now? The answer is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Question four. What is the oldest, still in use, and continuously used currency in the world? I am locked in. I'm probably wrong, but I am not. I am locked in. I am locked in as well. I have two choices. I locked in one of them. I kept one just in case I needed to throw a fit. Okay. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, I do, actually, after that. <laughs> I'll put the, the yen. Okay. Ooh, that's a good answer. I didn't put that. That's great. <laughs> I'm assuming which, which yen? Chinese. Uh, I went with the drachma. Which drachma? Greek. Okay. Well, I can tell you that uh, the drachma, don't know how old it is, but Greece has moved to the euro it's, some time ago, right. so it's not still okay. in use. The yen is uh, not actually Chinese. It's Japanese. Yeah. But regardless, the correct answer is pound sterling. 
pounding he hears me like vigorously driving my finger through my tablet that I wrote pound on. I, I feel like I, I might have misled you a little bit because pound sterling's been in use since the 8th century, which I think would cover your uh, medieval would, history. Yes. In fact, it was the first one I wrote down. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, what are we looking at after round two? Um, crippling rage. Yeah. Um, but score wise, uh, Kells has left the head with 42, and I have stayed the same with 20 on the category you said I would be happy to see. Well, I mean, you like to brag about your history. I, I do, and I am way too braggadocious, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Need a moment to collect myself. I'm ready for the third category. Okay. Here we go. Everybody's favorite category. Everybody's. Economics. <laughs> you are a devil. devil. <laughs> All right. What was the highest income tax bracket ever in the U.S.? Was it 74%, 84%, or 94%? I am locked in. I am locked in. Kel? I went with 84%. Okay. Devo? I went with 94%. Correct answer. 94% in 1945. Uh, Roosevelt was disappointed. He wanted a 100% tax bracket. His argument, no American citizen ought to have a net income after he has paid his taxes of more than $25,000 a year. Oh my God. So his goal, what he wanted was after you've made your 25,000, everything else goes to the government. 100% income tax rate. He didn't win. But it was 94, so that was pretty darn That's high. still pretty close. Question two in economics. What 18th century economist is well known for writing an inquiry into the nature and causes of the wealth of nations? I'm locked in. What century? 18th. 18th century. I am locked in. Okay. What do you have, Kels? I went with Ben Franklin. All right. With Keynes. Correct answer is Adam Smith. Question three in economics. What two-word phrase is defined as the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen? It's a basic economics concept. Oh, it's a good thing I didn't take any of it in school. I took macroeconomics during the Clinton administration. So, <laughs> I'm in like Flynn. <laughs> can, can, I, can I hear the question one more time? Can I what two-word phrase is defined as the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen? Okay. I'm, I'm locked in with, with hot garbage. I'm locked in with something. Dave, what do you have? See, I have two answers here. And I'm not quite sure. I'm going to go with the first one I wrote down, but I have a second one that I'll throw out there after you get the answer, okay? Okay. Oh, a sunk cost. All right. I went with brain man. Okay. Oh, so close. <laughs> what was your uh, alternative? My alternative was zero sum. Okay. Correct answer is opportunity cost. Oh, see, I knew it. Yes. Sum cost is what you invest if you, like, you, you pay for something and it's a sum cost. You have to factor in the fact that that money's gone mm -hmm. with everything else. Opportunity. Yeah. I was close. I had one out of the two words right. <laughs> and maybe I could... No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want your penny. Okay. That's fine. I won't give it to you. <laughs> Economics. Question four. I'm ready. Karl Marx 
I like Karl Marx. Is famous for writing the Communist Manifesto and Das Kapital. My, my German is probably not very good. That's all right. That's close. What is the name of his longtime collaborator? As far as the writing game goes. You're talking? Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have not the slightest idea. And with that being said, I am locked in. I am still pondering. I have a number of names in my head that are bubbling up in my beef stew of the brain. I am locked in. And I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to go with it. Go. I went with his oldest brother, Groucho. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good guess. That's quality. I went with Trotsky. Trotsky? Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's right, but... I yeah, well, no, you're right. It's not right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I totally empathize with Neil now. You walked right into that, though. You oh, my God. Right your gleeful oh. cackle is... <laughs> Because I thought you were right for a second. Galling, I said. Is it, is it Trotsky? You're Trotsky. Like, you're like, you're right. It's wrong. <laughs> well, he said, I don't think it's right. I'm like, you're right. It's not right. <laughs> Who was it? It was. And I hope you've heard of him. Frederick Engels. I have. Marks and Engels. Yes. It's right up there with Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Lennon and McCartney. Lennon and McCartney. Well, yeah. where, where are we at at halftime? I am inching my way forward. Kel still has 42, but I now have 30. All right. Wow. These are I mean, hard. I don't think, think they were that hard myself, but luckily for you guys, next category is sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to make me hate sports, aren't you? Well, <laughs> What's the joy? I'm just saying there's nothing like what teams won the most Super Bowls or anything like that in here. Wow. <laughs> but I do I do have some hints in here so if I'm, I'm excited for this but I am I okay. really am since 2012 Forbes has released a list of the highest paid athletes in the world counting both salary and endorsements three people have been in the top 10 on that list every year from 2012 to 2017 mm -hmm. name at least two of them for five points each and if you get all three I'll give you an extra two since 2012? 2012 to 2017, yeah. Okay. I'm um, locked in. I've got, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm good. What do you got, dude? I have Cristiano Ronaldo. I have LeBron James. And I have Lionel Messi. Okay. That's my third. Yes. I have Messi. I have Ronaldo. And I have David Beckham. Interesting. That's Beckham's been playing since then, has he? I don't know when he yeah, retired. He retired a while. Well, anyway, the correct answers are so we got three different sports okay. in the top three. Okay. Three different nationalities. Number number three, neither of you got tennis player Roger Federer. Oh, I forgot all about Federer. I forgot all about tennis. Me too. Holy crap. Number two, LeBron. LeBron James. Number one. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yay! So you got five, right? Did I get any for that? You got you Ronaldo. Said, you guys said Ronaldo. Oh, okay. All right. So just just so you know, uh, Kobe Bryant was on the top ten list five times. Lionel Messi was on five times. Phil Mickelson was on five times. And Floyd Mayweather was on three times. Think about boxing. But so the thing about boxing is they make a ton of money. 
every once in a while. Yeah, yeah it's been a mountain. So Floyd May- Floyd Mayweather actually had the greatest total in that time, even though he was only in the top ten three times. It was spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Four hundred and ninety million dollars for Floyd Mayweather. Ronaldo was um, a total over those that time frame of four twenty seven. LeBron was four hundred and thirteen million, and Federer was three hundred and seventy nine million. A lot of money over played. five years. Yeah. Five years. Okay. Well, you did. You guys did pretty good on that one. Yeah. Well played. Thank you. Okay. Question two. Which professional sports league has the highest total revenue? As of current data, which is 2015 to 2017. Revenue. Revenue. International, International. professional sports team in the world. Is it a oh, team, team or a league? League. league? league. Professional sports league in the world. I'm, I'm locked in. Uh, I'm going to write down two answers and give you one. That just beats you for frustration when you do that. It really hurts your heart. Well... <laughs> Learn from the best. <laughs> oh okay, Cal, what do you have? I went with the NFL. All right. It's a bold move. What was your other choice? Well, I'll, I'll give you mine, and I'll look you right in the eye, because I think I'm right. The English Premier League. The Premier League was the other league that I wrote down. I thought it would be. You might be wrong, because we just logged in La Liga and all those other yeah. soccer leagues. The top five in reverse order. National Hockey League was number five. Number four, the Premier League. I am staggered. Number three, the National Basketball Association. Oh, man. Number two, Major League Baseball. Number one, National Football League. I am genuinely surprised by that. And it's it's not even close. Really? According, according to these numbers that I found, it's like $10 billion for the NFL and yeah. like for Major League Baseball, it's like four or something like that. I, I'm I'm guessing at those numbers, but well, I remember they were it, it was dollar league. I thought, but I thought Premier had what a little bit bigger. I I figured it would be this huge. Yeah, I, I hesitated to put this question in because it's not really clear to me what revenue is. I mean, is that like all shirt sales and all that other stuff? It's got to be. But but even if you think about it, NFL appeals to the U.S. with about 360 million people. Mm. The Premier League is mostly England with what thirty million something like that. Well, so, it's Europe. It, they well, have, they 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 deal with Europe as well, and Manchester United is the most is the most popular team in the world yeah. in all sports. So I was going with that logic. But not everybody watches. But not everybody, and then you got like Tottenham and yeah, uh, yeah, Hotspurs. Good old Hotspurs. I feel a little better about putting this question in because. Kelvin got it right. So wow, I, one of you got it right is what Whoa. I meant to say. Not specifically. No, Kelvin. that's fine. I was really gonna hate myself if it was the English Premier League. Like really, like a lot. Question three: Sports. Okay. And money. Sports and money, money. For two points each, name the five highest value sports teams in the world, according to Forbes, twenty seventeen <laughs> list. Uh, do they need to be in any particular order? No. Just, you said the five? Five highest value. I'm done. All right, um, um, I'm locked in. All right, I went with the the Lakers, Manchester United, Real Madrid, 
the Yankees, and the Dodgers. Okay. I went with uh, Manchester United, the New York Yankees, the New York Knicks, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Los Angeles Lakers. My hint was going to be only two of the five are in the U.S., well, I'm boned. <laughs> <laughs> we should have with <laughs> Another thing I did, I realized at the time, but I just recalled is that uh, there's only three countries represented in the top five. So two two countries have two teams. So it's going to be Real Madrid and somebody and Man U and somebody. So in reverse order, okay. Real Madrid, yeah, Barcelona, Barca. Manchester United. Got it. The New York Yankees. Yay. And the Dallas Cowboys. So we each got, we got three. three. Yeah. So six points each. I don't know how I blanked on the Cowboys right there. Yeah, that stadium shot their value all the way. Oh, yeah. they're. I mean, they're number one with the... I mean, with it's the, it's clear, yeah. Yeah. But they've been abusing me since, like, 95. Yeah. As a fan. You're hurt. Yeah. Question four. What was the name of the 1980s football league that lost over $163 million over three years? For two bonus points, how much did the league win in their successful antitrust suit against the NFL? I'll give you within 10% on that. I'm locked in. With the bonus two? Mm-hmm. I am also locked in. Okay. Devo? Uh, the USFL, and they won $1. Okay. I went with USFL, mm-hmm. and I put three points. The correct answer is the USFL, and the league did successfully sue the NFL for antitrust. The jury awarded them $1, but there was some obscure law. I read about this like two weeks ago when I wrote this question that certain types of judgments are tripled, so they ended up winning $3. <laughs> I heard that. I heard this somewhere. <laughs> so are we, like, te- are we technically like both, right? No. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Was that two bonus points for that? Two guy? bonus points for three dollars. Yeah. My God. I gave you within ten percent. I we didn't get. Oh, I mean, you had like. <laughs> you had like two seventy to three thirty. I know. I should have gone for two seventy five. <laughs> Here's 13 quarters. Uh, now I'm having to do actual math because we scored points that round. <laughs> I have the t- running total. The scores are a little weird. Uh, I have Kells with 75. Okay. And uh, Dave O with 56. All right. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> it's like a basketball. Score. It is. Gonzaga <laughs> <laughs> versus St. Mary. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're done with sports for the for the time being. <laughs> but we're moving into the music category. Oh, wow. Cool. Oh, okay. Money music. Money music. Question one. Money, money, money. Which album has a song in which the singer wants to buy a new car, some caviar, and a football team? You want the name of the album? The album. Oh, there's a lot of lot of thinking going on. I'm here. locked in. Okay. I'm not correct. I'm, I'm locked in. I, I, I'm locked in. <laughs> Kel, I'm really anxious to hear yours. I went with Wish You Were Here. All right. Okay. I don't know. 
Okay. Kel is really close. Got the band right. The song is called <gasps> Money. It's on, it's on Dark Side of the Moon. On Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> the pain, the anguish. That's why I didn't ask for the song, because the song is the theme of the... Yes. It's a journey. I didn't know I, I didn't know want to buy a football team. I didn't know that you wanted it. I think I'm gonna buy me a football team. I didn't know that was a lyric. New car, caviar. Oh. Four star daydream. I think I'm gonna buy me a football team. No, you know what song was playing in my head with those lyrics though? Was have a cigar for some reason. That was it was just a lyric. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Go, go, go ahead. The, pe- the impotent rage one feels when one knows it and doesn't get it. <laughs> almost. I can almost guarantee Kel's gonna get this one. Don't do that to me. And, and, and Dave probably will too. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> In the 1994 video for a Grammy-nominated song, which singer was told that he needed to get a jobby job? Get a jobby job? Get a jobby job. <laughs> From the look on Kel's face, I guess I miss, I'm, I underestimated. Get a jobby job. Yeah. It's 94. 94. Grammy-nominated song. I'm looking for the singer of the song in that video. There's... From a little vignette before the music starts playing. Grammy nominated, 1994. So, the song was nominated in 94? No, it, well, it's a 1994 video for a Grammy nominated song. I'm not sure when it was nominated. You want the artist or the song? I want the artist. Okay, I, I'm locked in. Um, I'm grasping at straws, but um, um, I got a solid answer. Okay, Deva? I don't know why I went with this, but it just popped into my head. I went with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Okay. Parents just don't understand. Interesting. The song that popped into my head. Kels? I went with um, Calvin Broadus. Okay. Whose rap name is Snoop Doggy Dog. The very beginning of the video, the dad is complaining about the kids, and then the singer walks out in his pajamas, and dad says something like, and this one. Snoop Doggy Dog needs to get a jobby job. Was that gin and juice? That was gin and juice. Very nicely done. <laughs> Holy moly. I thought, I mean, I thought the jobby job was like, it was, it's gotta be Snoop <laughs> Doggy Dog, right? I didn't even look at it that way. When that I song came out. Yeah. You get your jobby job. <laughs> yes, dang it. Song came out in 93. Right on. So my first version of that question was gonna be, who has his mind on his money and his money on his mind? I would have gotten that one. <laughs> well, hang on, though. Hang on, though. That wasn't Snoop Dogg that sang that lyric. I know it's not. I think it was Warren G. Warren G. Was it Warren G? Or was that Neat Dog? Because it was from a sample. Like, as far yeah. as the hook goes, that part was from a sample, and I can't... Who sang that, then? D-Ruff. Yeah. David Ruffin, Jr. See, I, there's no way I would have gotten that one. Ooh, no. Nah, that was... Negatory good <laughs> Yeah, all right. Question three. In music, what 1985 mockumentary includes a song called Give Me Some Money? I'm locked in. I am also locked in. Okay, Kels? I wrote down This Is Spinal Tap. Dave? I wrote down This Is Spinal Tap. One of my favorite movies of all time, This Is Spinal Tap. It's a great movie. Well, this one goes through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful piece of music. What do you call it? Lick my love pump. I just didn't get old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that funny, but it was, that really was so funny. good. It, it was really funny. Okay, which singer 
who was the richest person in hip-hop in 2008 and once considered his own personally branded line of platinum, filed for bankruptcy in 2016. For the record, I don't think he actually got the personally branded line of platinum, but he thought about it. Unlocked it. Can I ask a question one more Which singer, who was the richest person in hip-hop in 2008, and once considered his own personally branded line of platinum, filed for bankruptcy in 2016. I feel real good about this one. Yeah. I don't. I'm gonna be very upset when you when you tell me the answer, but I'm, I'm locked in. Well, it wouldn't be the first time, to be honest, that you'd be upset with me. <laughs> Too shit. Uh, what do you have, Kevin? I went with Lil Wayne. All right. 50 Cent. I like this question because it connects with the theme three different ways. Yeah. He was the richest, he filed bankruptcy, and his name is 50 Cent. Get rich and natural. I didn't know he filed for bankruptcy. He did file for bankruptcy, and then he was, uh, he was filmed throwing thousands of dollars at a strip club, making it rain. Wow. After he filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, filing for bankruptcy doesn't mean you're broke. Yeah, it does not. It means you can't pay your bills, right? It means you have debts you can't pay. Uh, yeah. You can pay some bills. Because they, they like, you know, they look at your lifestyle and say, okay, well, you need to have $25,000 a month to take care of the, the yard on your property, which is, I think, is a number I vaguely remember from here reading about his bankruptcy. $25,000. Some huge number <laughs> for landscaping. And so they, you know, so he could have an income of like $200,000 and still file bankruptcy because he's got to maintain his lifestyle. Felvin has 95 Davo has 76. <laughs> still in anyone's game. It's, it's still there. Still there. That's only, last game. That's only, what, a 19-point difference? Yeah. That's two questions. Yeah. See? Not like four last time that you guys didn't. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Theme is money. Final category is currency. Currency. Which is kind of also money. It is. You're, it's like shrimp scampi. <laughs> or non-bread. In 1988, Australia was the first country to make banknotes out of this material. Now at least 48 countries have made the same switch. I'm locked in. I'm going to be real upset with myself, but I'm locked in. Okay. This is a running theme in this one. Are you just real upset with yourself? <laughs> you need to talk about something? Are you okay? Perhaps later. But you, you go ahead. So I'll go first with my answer. So okay, sure, have you do that. To calm down. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. plan. I went with plastic. Okay. From the look on his face, I'm going to say Kelvin did not go with plastic. I didn't go with plastic. Apparently the opposite effect, me going first. <laughs> but Kelvin did go with... What's, what's the, the, the cotton crane linen blend or whatever? Linen? No, not linen. Is that what it is? I, I mean, you're looking at me funny, but like... <laughs> our wrote body... an answer down. Yeah, it's the, it's the cotton blend stuff. What do we write? What do we put our money on? Linen. 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 So, well, yeah. it's a linen that's linen blend. It's a cotton, yeah. Yeah, cotton, cotton blend, blend or something. Linen. Let's call it linen. That's what, that's what I was going with. I mean, I feel like you didn't really hear the question. <laughs> I think he was so overwhelmed with confidence that he was going to beat me. Okay. He didn't hear me sneaking up behind him. That's where we're going with it? No. I don't okay. regret no, that immediately. No, let's not. Uh, is it plastic? <laughs> it's plastic, yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's roll on. You want to just move on? It woke me up. Let's go. Okay. Question two. In 2008, 2009, 
Hyperinflation in this southern African country forced the government to print denominations as high as 100 trillion. They have since abandoned their own currency, and most transactions in the country are now made in U.S. dollars or South African rands. I'm locked in. Locked in. I went with Zimbabwe. Devo? I went with Zimbabwe as well. The correct answer is Zimbabwe. I saw some really neat pictures, like some stuff on Reddit. Or people are have wheelbarrows full of cash stacked up to go buy a loaf of bread. Are you serious? Yeah, it was horrible. They were it was the money was had more use as fire starter than, than actually buying things. At one point, some state employees were getting monthly salaries in the trillions, which was enough to buy them bus fare to work, but not home. That's, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think insane. I think they made the, made the right decision to just give up and and use the dollar. Yeah, let's, let's go with the dollar. Let's go a different route. I need it that one. Get back on track. Question three: Currency. Which long reigning head of state is on the banknotes of at least thirty four different countries? Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Devo. Queen Elizabeth II. Devo. Queen Elizabeth II. Correct answer: Queen Elizabeth II. Prince came of Zamunda was my second choice. <laughs> uh, one. I got his own money. <laughs> I never thought I'd have a chance to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take advantage while you can. <laughs> Recognize opportunity. Question four. The last question of the regular round. Ooh. One currency is the official currency for 12 countries and territories, including East Timor, Ecuador, and El Salvador, just to list the E's, it's used unofficially in more than 40 more countries. Which currency are we talking about? It's the official currency of 12 countries. 12 countries and territories. I think it's nine countries and three territories or something like that. Okay. And used unofficially in 40 more. Right. At least 40 more. Yeah, it's more like 45 to 50 probably, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that may fluctuate, so I don't want to be too specific on that. And what were the eight countries again? East Timor, mm-hmm. Ecuador, mm-hmm. and El Salvador. I'm locked in. I don't want to overthink it. I'm locked in too. Devo. Well, when I you read when you read the question, I tried to think of globally stable solid currencies like the pound, um, the Chinese yuan, those kinds of things. But I went with the U.S. dollar. Okay, interesting. I just want them to The correct answer is the U.S. dollar. So because they're new countries, and well, uh, Timor is very new, East Timor, but it's just a stable currency that doesn't have to be propped up internally by the government. I thought about using that, but I figured since it was like kind of in the last question, well, mentioned. No, mentioned. not the last. It wasn't even mentioned in the question. Not in the last question. This. Zimbabwe. I, I did the. I think I mentioned the question before. I it was. Um, that was the Queen Elizabeth one. So Zimbabwe is using, yeah. un- unofficially, they're using the U.S. dollar. All right. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. Hey, Dave. Yeah. What are the final scores? We have the- ourselves an amazing match. Kelvin has 115. But Dave has come all the way back and has 116. I loved the currency question, apparently. That was a great category for me. So 116 for me, 115 for for Kells. It's anybody's game. The final question 
is movie quotes. I'm going to give you 12 movie quotes and you need to correctly identify at least nine of them. So make your wagers based on that. Both wagered. So I'm going to give you 12 movie quotes. You write down the name of the movie and you got to get nine out of 12 right. Question one or quote one. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Number two, show me the money. Number three, I had the most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. Number four, there's no nobility in poverty. I've been a poor man and I've been a rich man and I choose rich every time. Number five, my name is Joel Goodson. I deal in human fulfillment. I grossed over $8,000 in one night. Six, Anybody who tells you money is the root of all evil doesn't have any. Seven, I have all the characteristics of a human being, blood, flesh, skin, hair, but not a single clear identifiable emotion except for greed and disgust. Number eight, suppose I were to offer you $1 million for one night with your wife. Nine, I like my money where I can see it hanging in my closet. I think Kelvin just got to number 10, which is... And baby, when I tell you the boy has got his own money, I mean the boy has got his own money. Number 11, I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world, not for a hundred million trillion billion dollars. And number 12, there's a 95 pound Chinese man with $160 million behind this door. Okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to hurt myself. So I've got my, I'm done. I'm locked in. Uh, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of self-kicking after... Oh, yeah. If yeah. you hear these. And you were the master of writing those kinds of questions. Apparently so. I didn't. No, they're not difficult. They're just, it's... they're great questions, but. I don't know. I love the question. It's, I don't love the fact that I can't recall, like, two more movies. I am locked in. Well, let's go by the, down these one by one so we can really spread out the pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first quote, greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Dave? Wall Street. Wall Street. Okay. Number two, show me the money. Jerry McGuire. Number three, I had the most absurd nightwear. I was poor and no one liked me. Trading places. Trading places. Okay. Number four, there's no nobility in poverty, etc. I, I I wrote something down. Did you write something I down? I didn't write anything down. I, I wrote down the wrong answer. I wrote down the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. I... The only, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's the one where Daniel Day-Lewis is the oil magnate. Oh, so there will be blood? I, that's what I was thinking. I could be wrong, but that's what I was thinking. That's not a bad one. Yeah. That's not a bad one. Five, my name is Joel Goodson. I deal in human fulfillment. I grossed over $8,000 in one night. I went Magnolia. I had never um, heard of this one. I put down Midnight Cowboy. Anybody who tells you money is the root of all evil doesn't have any. I went with Pulp Fiction on this because it sounds like something he would say. <laughs> that Marcellus Wallace should say that even if he didn't. I don't remember that being in Pulp Fiction. I, was... Any, I mean, it's a solid guess. I didn't even think of Pulp Fiction at all. But I wrote down Wolf of Wall Street again. Okay. Just to cover the bases. Wow. It's got to be on this list. That's somewhere. a tactic. <laughs> okay, number seven. I have all the characteristics of a human being. Blood, flesh, skin, hair, but not a single clear identifiable emotion except for greed and disgust. 
again, I thought this will, there will be blood would be good for this one too. Yeah. Uh, I did not put an answer for this one. Uh, neither did I. Uh, number eight. Suppose I were to offer you $1 million for one night with your wife. Indecent proposal. Indecent proposal. Okay. Number nine. I like my money where I can see it hanging in my closet. I had no answer for this one. I wrote down Devil Wears Prada. It's not a bad guess. That's a very good guess. And baby, when I tell you the boy has got his own money, <laughs> I mean the boy has got his own money. I really should let Kelvin read that. Yeah. I could. Do it. Do it. Hey baby, when I tell you the boy got his own money, I mean the boy has got his own money. <laughs> what is that from? I think it's from coming to America. So do I. <laughs> Did you know that before Kel spoiled it earlier? I'll be honest. Would you, would you have gotten it if, if I had said it? The answer would be no, Bob. <laughs> oh. Uh -oh. Shut up next time. <laughs> would you just shut up? You always talking. <laughs> I'm ready. Number 11. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world, not for a hundred million trillion billion dollars. I want Pee-wee's big adventure. Pee-wee's big adventure. Number 12, there's a 95-pound Chinese man with $160 million behind this door. Ocean's 11. Ocean's 11. Okay. So, let's get to the answers. Number one was Wall Street. Number two, Jerry Maguire. Not really much doubt about that. Number three was Trading Places. Yay. By, spoken by Dan Aykroyd at the end of the movie. Uh, number four. Wolf of Wall Street. Did you guess that? Yes. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, my legs went weak. Number five. Magnolia. Yeah. Who do you... No, wait, wait, wait. I was questioning your... Who, who, who do you think said that in Magnolia? Oh, uh, that was Tom Cruise. Okay. Well, it was Tom Cruise, but it was risky business. Sorry to get you... I didn't mean to get you that excited. <laughs> Oh, man. I definitely want to film. I was thinking, um, a prostitute. Yeah. That's what Risky yeah, Business is. Risky Business is about. She's a prostitute. And Joel? No. <laughs> he's like the pimp. Oh, okay. I got you. He did. He, um, he's a high school he, student. High school kid. Who gets taken advantage of by this woman to make the money back. That he... They steal all of his parents' stuff while they're on vacation. Oh. He's got to make the money to pay it back, and he yeah. does that by turning the house into a brothel for the evening. He and this made, is the movie where he slides it to the screen. Oh, yeah. In the sides. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> you give it and you take it away. You give it I and you take it away. Anyway. I felt so good about that. Question six. This one, there's so many, so many quotes I could have taken from this movie. All of them by uh, Ben Affleck. The movie is Boiler Room. That's a great movie. Rabisi, what's his name? Giovanni. Giovanni Rabisi. Yeah, it's a good movie. Okay. If you like that kind of Wall Streety sort of movie. One done right. I'm a little disappointed in number seven. Correct answer is American Psycho. I gotta be honest with you. I've actually never seen American Psycho. It's a good movie. It's on my list, and I just have never gotten it. <laughs> I sound like you. Yes. I've never, I've never gotten, gotten, gotten it. it. Uh, number eight, I think you both got Indecent Proposal. Correct. Number nine, 
Kells was pretty close. The correct answer is sex in the city. Sex and the city. Sex in the city? Sex in the city. Ah. Number 10. Coming to America, of course. Mm-hmm. Number 11, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And number 12 was indeed Ocean's Eleven. So I hope you guys tallied your score because I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Hey, Cal. <laughs> how many did you get right? How many did we need? You needed nine out of 12. 75%. I got eight. You got eight. Dave got seven. Dave got seven. So it comes down to wagers. What did you wager? I wagered. 114 points. I wagered 116 points. <laughs> Let's do some math. So the winner with one point <laughs> is Kells. You're not serious. That's not how this works. There was a logic behind why I wagered. My logic was I was ahead by one point. Kelvin is a movie buff. I needed to go big to ensure that I would beat the movie buff. And he, and I didn't. So with a rollicking score of one to nothing. So this went from a basketball game to a soccer game. It did. It did. Kels, you're the winner of this week. Our money quiz. You were money in the end. Congratulations. Thank you, good sir. This means that you get to formulate torture for us next time on the subject of your choice. I am looking forward to it. I, I am as well. <laughs> I just want to point out, I think it's great that our first two podcasts have been a tie after a tiebreaker <laughs> and then a one-point game. A literal one-point game. One game. <laughs> I don't think you can get better than that. I mean, the the listeners are going to be clamoring for more. <laughs> it's going to be so exciting. With that, from the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, along with Kales and Neil, signing off. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.